feels real, doesn't it? The sand on your skin, the taste in your mouth. It feeds on the souls of the weak. A most irretrievable, scurvy retard. Don't show fear. You can now check out the Puke em Up podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, any format that carries podcasts. What the fuck? Hello everyone, this is Gruesome Herzog. And Logro, and today we're going to be reviewing The Nursery, a 2018 film. When Renee agrees to babysit for a family with a tragic past, a run-of-the-mill Saturday night quickly turns into a confrontation with unspeakable horror. How many times have I heard this before? Directed by Christopher A. Mikolas and Jay Sapiro. Written by Christopher A. Mikolas. Here's the cast. Emmeline Fredericks as Callista. David Sapiro as Roman. Carly Rae James Sauer as Grace. Madeline Conway as Renee. Marco Lama as Ray. Danae Sapiro as Tanya. Claudio Perone Jr. as Jeremy. And Nadia P. Horner as Rose. Before we get started, let's take a listen to the trailer. Well, who the fuck interviews twice for a babysitting job anyway? <laughs> I got the job, didn't I? I go crazy out here in the middle of nowhere. I think there are a few more houses around, but pretty spread out. You are actually Miller's first babysitter. You sound really freaked. Should I come over? Surprise! There's something in this house. What is your problem? What's my problem? I'm sitting here with a bunch of paranoid hysterics talking about ghosts. There's no such thing as ghosts. And she was just staring at us. You just said you couldn't see her face. I know, but I could feel it. Hello, Gru. Um, I've seen quite a few films with this storyline. Honestly, I am sickening of paranormal films. Now, there are some that are good, and there are some that just blah. Yeah, like this film. It was kind of blah. Now, the story starts off with a typical babysitter. 
had two interviews to babysit this baby while the parents go out. Another cliche that always is in a film, which it's whatever, you know. And then it leads to, of course, her friends come to the house, you know, and Oh, I'll be busy. We'll be out until like midnight. The last movie's at midnight. And then at one o'clock, we should be home. That cliche again. So then what happened? This unspeakable horror. I'm sitting here with a bunch of paranoid hysterics talking about ghosts. There's no such thing as ghosts. Is a clusterfuck at first. You have weird shit in the house. And you kept saying, what? The baby's fake. Because <laughs> it didn't move? <laughs> well, it was face down for well, hours. Well, it's an independent film. I mean, obviously, they're going to have a baby laying there, but they have to take the baby out because he can't lay there the whole movie. But I got your point. Um, and then, you know, it's... I find this film very boring. Maybe it's because I've seen so many of these and they're fucking annoying. But I give it a chance. You know, the storyline was pretty interesting. The cast was great. You know, I mean, I can't complain about that. It was shot very well. I mean, it's an independent film. It's actually Christopher A. Michaelis and Jay Sapiro's first film. Directing, making, period. So I congratulate them for getting the film made and put out there and distributed by Uncorked Entertainment. And she was just staring at us. You just said you couldn't see her face. I know. Besides that, now, again, we've, uh, I've seen a lot of films that has um, a haunted mm-hmm. past, but this how this movie is a little bit different. Basically, we're they're talking about they had they find out that they had a daughter Rose that drowned. The original thought was what that she drowned, and then later on in the movie it turned out that the nanny killed this girl Rose seven years ago and she was just staring at us you just said you couldn't see her face no but I could feel it now they have a newborn that she's babysitting that for some unknown reason the nanny comes back as this paranormal ghost just to, basically just a reason is to kill the baby but it turns out that these kids are in this house in the way we had a strangulation we had a stabbing what else do we have well we had strangling stabbing and what's the other, and the other one was stabbed too I guess slit slit in a ro- or whatever um Again, I struggled to watch this film. I mean, we almost turned it off. But I figured, let's give it a chance and watch it. I don't have much to say about this film. Other than, it's an independent, low-budget film. So, you can't go into this film thinking it's something spectacular, because it's not. It's just a run-of-the-mill, haunted house with a dead ghost of a nanny. You know. But... It was so predictable, though. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, it was. Like, I was like, "Oh, now watch. This guy's gonna go go to the bathroom. He goes to the bathroom. I was like, now watch. He's gonna pee and he's gonna look up at look, and there's gonna be somebody in the shower. And then he turns around and there's somebody in the shower. And you're like, oh yeah, now watch this. He's gonna open up the shower, 
and she's gonna be gone. He opens up the shower curtain and she's gone. And the same cliche with the water running. Looks at the hands and it's blood, but it's actually water. They're seeing things. Yeah, it's run of the mill, typical. So, you know, I'm not gonna stand here and bash this film because it is what it is. It's a story, it's a movie, it's someone's baby. I mean, if it was their third film, then I would have more of a, of a bash, you know, more of a problem with it, but, you know, it is what it is. There's, you know? there's one thing I didn't understand, though. You remember in the beginning when she was walking around the house looking for the baby that was crying? But she had her earbuds in, and she was listening to music on full blast, so how could she look for the baby that was crying with the earbuds in on full blast? Yeah, I often thought of that myself. If she's trying to find the room, how that would she find the room... If she can't hear the baby crying to find out where it's coming from, I get it. And another thing is, I didn't understand how... I think that was the nightmare part, though, but I didn't understand how the camera kept on, like, flashing back and going around back and forth. And that was fucking annoying. And then we looked on the p piano, because it looked closely at the piano, and there's a baby toy on the piano, but then, like, a few scenes later, the baby toy was gone. Yeah, I don't know what that was all about. That was, I hate movies like that. It drives me fucking insane to watch the same scene back to back to back. I said, please stop. And it stopped. And she was just staring at us. You just said you couldn't see her face. I know. But I could feel it. It's just, it is what it is. I can't really say much other than it is what it is. You know, it's a film that you know they made and and they got a distributor and congratulations which you know uh i'd have to say the only good scene in this movie was when oh there's two good scenes one was when that really stubborn ignorant guy got killed he's a fucking annoying fucker and the second good scene was when the little girl comes out rose comes out of the light when the girl is about ready to kill him, the, nun, the nanny is about ready to kill him. The girl comes over, Rose comes over and pulls the nanny's hair and drags her out into the sunlight. And then Rose comes back in and looks at the baby and walks off. Right, she goes, shh. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Now that that was a different scene. Now that I can say is different than films that I've seen, and that kind of really helped the film along, is to use Rose to bring Rose back to take care of the evil. Now that was pretty cool. So that. I'm glad you brought that up. That you don't see in films. Mm -mm. So that's a plus for me. I mean, as far as a storyline and an idea, the characters in this film, I like the character of uh, Ray. That's uh, Callista's brother. You know, he's one of these nerds on the computer and interested in the paranormal. I mean, I thought that was pretty cool, too. And, and you know, it's like it never really got dissected on uh, Roman and Tanya about them coming back and never showed them coming back but how would how would she explain it to the police to find her dead friends I mean and she grabs a baby and she's out in the porch holding it and waiting they're gonna think that she killed that, that her friends yeah so I'm glad they didn't show that because I'm, I'm sick of that as well but then the, the cliffhanger left off with mom's text message that kind of irritated the crap out of me I don't really see the, what mom wrote I mean that's a true word cliffhanger who knows? So that being said, folks, um, if you haven't seen it, if you're an independent fan like I am, I mean, um, you know, if you like independent films, this film's for you. It's called The Nursery. You can find it in, on Uncorked Entertainment's website. You can buy it there. 
I'm sure you can buy it on YouTube too. Um, it's worth a watch. It's nothing spectacular. I mean, I'm not a real fan of it, but it is what it is. This so, is Gruesome Herzog. I give this film a four and a half out of ten. I give this a three because it was just dragged on. Yeah, dragged on, and there are so many things wrong with this film. All right, there you go, folks. Definitely check it out. And she was just staring at us. You just said you couldn't see her face. I know, but I could feel it. Yeah, it's uh, quite the interesting film. Again, I've seen Dime a Dozen, so it's nothing new except for the ending I thought was pretty cool. So that bumped it up for me. This is Grissom Herzog. And Logro, and we're out. Woo!